We love. We out here. We love, son. We out here. God damn it. I thought I'd turn that off. There we go. Oopsie. We're back with our Game of Thrones uh, fan podcast. It's kind of what it's turned into. That's I mean, right. I do have other things. I mean, we both do. But we could spend yeah. a significant amount of time talking about House of Dragon, though. Sure, we could really do that, right? <clears throat> but um, best TV, it's it, it's blowing Game of Game of Thrones away. As much as I like Game of Thrones, well, it's blowing the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones away. I and be- they haven't. I believe this episode is absolutely it's as, as good, good as, as anything on the. On it's Game it's of as good as anything I've ever seen. Yeah, the way. Um, Oh, it's episode 394 in case anybody cares. You know what my favorite thing was? That fucking Brad. No black people. <laughs> there were lots. Yeah, but they had white hair. It doesn't count. They're Valerians. They're the, cool. the fucking Baratheon dude fucking cleaning house. Just fucking. <laughs> oh, you mean Harwin Strong? Was that Harwin Strong? Yeah. Remember? Fuck. Oh, we'll get I to thought that. he was a Baratheon. No, because um, the brawl's breaking out. Yeah. You see um, Lionel. Lionel Baratheon. Yeah. Lionel Strong. Is it Lionel Strong? Yeah. I'm so fucking... I, I gotta, it's fine. I got to brush up again. <laughs> Lionel Strong, of course, he's the hand of the king now, and the brawl's breaking out, and he lets it go for a little bit, then he looks at his son, Harwin, and just nods a little bit, and Harwin he goes in there fucking and kicking whomps the shit out of ass. Yeah. Just goes in there and starts whomping Knocking ass. fools out. That's it's it's uh, They call him the... Break bones. Break bones. He's right. the strongest man in the kingdom. He doesn't look too imposing, but he, he fights pretty... Uh, you don't have to be. I mean, yeah. it's... You know, this is a a time before. I mean, I just wonder where the hell the Baratheons are. I haven't seen any. Well, you see a Baratheon last week whenever she's um, interviewing people to be her husband. Whenever yeah. the Blackwood kid, who we'll see later, um, kills the... Uh, the Bracken. The Bracken. See, that's... I love that. They re- they go kind of... They go deep in that. In, that's a I, deep cut. We'll see that kid later, probably. Perhaps a grown up, but I like the fact that that's for the readers. Yeah, but the guy beside her, he's he was one of he was either Bormund or one of those guys, mm. Baratheon. He had the Ormond. I, I, I like that everybody's wearing their shit on their chest now. Right? They it's you could tell the difference between the original Game of Thrones and this. This is a more um, the period of time it's in is more. Um, everybody's got a little bit more money. Everybody's a little bit floss and flashy, so they're all wearing their sigils on well, their sure, chest. It's a, it's a period of uninterrupted, uninterrupted peace. You, in Game of Thrones, you got you have to understand that the collapse of the Targaryen dynasty, the fact that Robert was a shit king, the fact that just uh, a generation before there's shit going on all over. Yeah, the place I mean, the, in and, Game and of just the, the, and just a generation before you had the War of the Nine Penny Kings, mm-hmm. which almost tore the fucking kingdom apart. You had Summerhall and all that shit. It was. It was not a good time in Game of Thrones. It was, you know, the long summer was drawing to a close. Let's put it that yeah. way. So these first five, yeah, last night was five. The first five episodes is showing you the end of the good times. Absolutely, in the uh, in that universe or that Jaharis and Allison um, put forth. Or was it Jaharis and Allison? Allison and Jaharis. Yeah. yeah, I don't good, know how to I was, good I Queen Allison. Say Allison. Yeah, yeah, good Queen Allison, who was beloved by the Night's Watch. Yeah, she, she gave went him, up north. And, she gave him the gift. Yeah. The gift was a giant tract of land next to the next to the to, wall for crops and everything. Well, yeah, and just for castles. They had castles on the gift. They had, you know. She also outlawed the first night. The uh, what the uh, right, prima nocta, whatever that's called. It's where the lord of whatever you're, like, say you live in Winterfell, and you get married. You're going to get married. Ed Stark has the right to fuck your wife before you do. I think it was a first man. Um, a first man. Yeah, it's an old, old, old tradition tra- that, uh, that lots of people still did. Sure. And that's a real thing that did happen, too. Sure. 
That happened weird. in uh, game, that happened in Braveheart. Yeah, it's Three weird. Manocta. You'd have to fight me. Well, and and it's something that I don't know that I would want to die for, but you would have to fight me. Well, I mean, but if you fight, you're going to die. I mean, they're going to kill you for that because you're defying the king's order, and that's you know. And I guess the way it's set up, I'm sure it was the same way. Is the lord of wherever you're at, Lord of Winterfell? He's basically the king, especially up north. They don't. The North really doesn't piddle around with things that go on in the South. They show up late for everything. Well, they, I mean, it takes, I don't know. It takes a, a year. Month, <laughs> take a, month to, a month to get there. A month of steady traveling. I just finished the uh, part of the book um, that deals with the whole thing we're getting ready to see here. And this that show could go on for five years, probably, if they really, if they really want to do it. Well, if you want to do Just the Dance with Dragons. It could go t- at least three. With just I the think dance. it might be able to go three, but it, I mean the events are lining up pretty quickly. Yeah, I say Viserys dies at the end of this year, this season, see episode ten. Well, he's not doing well currently. Currently, he's not doing great. No. But I'd say he dies in five. There's episodes. also, did you see it flashing to the food? There's also he could have been poisoned. There's a maester conspiracy. They don't talk about it in the book because the maesters wrote the book, right? Well, the Maesters try to get rid of the dragons, too. Yeah, they're not fans. No. We're fucking dorks, dude. <laughs> it's the most fun thing to talk about. It is. It's so good. I've been talking about this shit for 20 years, and nobody else listened to it. Now everybody has to, because, you know. Well, now you have somebody to bounce it back and forth right. with. I used to be a font of that kind of stuff, but I started reading um, Game of Thrones again today, the first book. And yeah, you told me that. forgot how good of a fucking book it was. Like, it's just. I look forward to it, because it's got uh, point of view ca- chapters. And actual dialogue and shit. I didn't. You don't. There's not a lot of dialogue in Fire and Blood. No, there's a lot of dialogue in. Uh, I forgot to get Night of the Seven Kingdoms, but you're not quite done yet. I'm not. You? I got a couple 150, 150 okay. pages left. That'll take me a few days at least. Right. I mean, I just. I think that book is. That's his best work. I mean, it's even better than Game of Thrones. Well, it depends on which. Which book, like. You know, I read Clash of Kings so many times. I got sick of it. Like. Um, the beginning part the one with, that's like 1100 pages long no that's storm of swords okay. storm of swords is when the red wedding and all that shit happens if they go in the, in order thus game of thrones clash of kings storm of swords feast for crows dance with dragons and then we're gonna get winds, winds of, winter, of winter and, and then a uh, dream of spring a dream of spring lives. if he if he lives and then if he doesn't another writer will finish it one thing i can't believe that we're jumping back to last week's episode. I can't believe they put in the sex lessons that were in the book. It's not the same. It's better than what was in the book, I think. <clears throat> Where Damon goes and picks her up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't believe they put that in there. I know. I mean, it's very <laughs> gross. It is, but it's also awesome. My pants were getting tighter when I was watching it because uh, Renee's hot. And uh, she's she's cute, I suppose. I mean, I, I don't find her very attractive. I think Allison she's is, not more, is more attractive. House. Huh? She's not in your. Uh, I don't think I, I don't. I haven't seen a woman on there yet that's in my wheelhouse. I found the bronze bitch. I found her pretty attractive. But well, again, she's, for what she was, I mean, yeah. for the two minutes she was on screen, I like. I mean. I had known about the Royces. The, the there's there's two branches of that house. There's the Bronze Royces, like Bronze Yon Royce, which they deal with. He is in. They're, I think they're from the First Men, but then they have they mix with the Andals. So there's two different parts of the family. If I'm not mistaken, I think that the the Bronze 
part of the, uh, the Royces are from the first man, and then the other ones are Andals. So uh, they separated. You know, one married in something. Yeah. The the Royces, the the bronze Royces wear armor with runes like chiseled into them because mm. it's supposedly gives them magic powers granted by the fir- by the gods of the first man. Now, one so, thing that they don't put into the fire and blood book is the prince that was promised prophecy which is probably no it's because it's kept between the king and the sure and his heir right i guess but it's all it's almost a little annoying that they're throwing that in there because it's reminding me of season eight i'm like come on let me let me think of this thing as a new thing (laughs) well (laughs) yeah i mean i'm still i'm okay with season eight i'm i'm okay with it it's how it happened i'm sure but i but this but this show is going to redeem there will be a newfound uh, rediscovery already of, of Game of Thrones. People will be like, hey, that last season wasn't so good, so they say. But what they're going to do is they're going to use this Jon Snow sequel to do a to make up nine. for that. Guarantee. I, I, th- the, I wonder if George R. R. Martin King is writing The wargs that. into Bran. Bran's not a good guy anymore all of a sudden. Something like that's going to happen because the Night King is a Stark. So is all of them going to be in it? It's Maisie not Williams been announced. Not, it's Maisie. not been announced, but why wouldn't they do that? Everybody wants to come back. All of them want to come back. There's only one that can't. Well, she could still come back. Take her to Ashai and have them bring her back to life. Who? Daenerys? Daenerys? No, yeah. they can't do that. Sure they can. The, they can do whatever they want. The, the magicians of Ashai cannot, cannot heal death. That's one thing that can't be healed. Uh, okay, who's the red lady? Whatever, wherever she's from, take her there. That's from Ashai, but they can't heal death. They, she brought back. They can bring people back from the brink of death. Or, John no, Snow was dead. No, no, no. The reason he survived is because he warged into Ghost, and she pulled in the show. He didn't. Yes, he did. He worked in the show. They didn't show that. They should have showed. But that, that's, that's what, what happened. happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he warged into Ghost. That's a big then, plot point to not show because we don't even know that John can work in the show. We know he can in the book. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's boy. Uh, I'm. We're racking up complaints here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it wasn't that good. No, I'm still, I still loved it. Yeah. I'm still enthralled. The big scenes were big and they were good. Well, I mean, but it's also rekindled my love of just all his work and all his books. You know, um, I'm going to have to read Fire I'll and go Blood back again. and watch uh, Beauty and the Beast, man. Fuck. It was well written. I'm sure um, it was. He's got a children's story called The Ice Dragon, which is. Didn't they make a cartoon of that on HBO? Or I think they might have, but it was. It's mentioned in Game of Thrones. Like they talk about the Ice Dragon is, is a star. So like it's a child's story in Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, there's two weeks of episodes to talk about, and I don't care if we spend the entire show. No, doing I don't. It. Um, there's other things. Like I, I finished a couple of books. I, I finished Lion's Blood, which is that alternate history where um, black people enslaved white people mm-hmm. and brought them to the new world, and it's set. Speaking of, there's a movie out now. Called the Woman King, Viola Davis, great actress, lover. Um, <clears throat> they're really whitewashing that because she was the leader of a tribe that ran the slave trade, and they're just not going to mention that in the movie. You know, they held um, slaves, they captured slaves, it's they sold a slave well, back and forth. it's a very complicated time. Everybody did it. Well, slavery is a complicated issue to put it mildly. I mean, it's and it, and you know this book. I think basically proves that it could have gone the other way. Like, uh, had Rome fallen, had Carthage. I'm watching that right now. Rome. As again, I think it's ironic that they, uh, cast Sierra and Hines as Julius Caesar, who was the destruction of the Celts. And Sierra and Hines is a Celt. Yeah. I always found that. Quite a few guys. Ed Muir plays, um, Brutus. Mm -hmm. Um, 
quite a few people that you recognize, at least two from Game of Thrones so far. I've only watched like four or five mm-hmm. episodes. I, I'm really into this uh, thou shalt bullshit that uh, the way everybody talks now. Like I'm into. I don't know if you would consider Rome medieval, but no, Rome is uh, Rome is the is not medieval. Medieval medieval is the times. The Dark Ages, essentially. But they have it's, a lot of the same... When Rome fell into until it got like reinvested up in the British Isles. Like That's, Game of Thrones and that show, they have a lot of the same themes. They fight with handheld weapons. Sure. They're not really a whole lot of projectiles. They got some They got some bow and arrow, but right. mostly hand-to-hand combat. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny watching the Romans walk around in their little skirts. I'm sure that's how they dressed. It's close. <laughs> but it's kind of funny watching. Well, that. the Romans were... For one thing, the Roman toga was a... The Romans, the Romans were very, Roman men were very almost American. They, I mean, you know, average blue collar American guy, that's how a Roman would have been. Yeah, they show that side. Except they value education. But um, (laughs) they they absolutely show that side of it. This guy was on Grey's Anatomy, redheaded guy, British, maybe Irish. Um, he was on Grey's Anatomy. I used to watch that because I was forced to by a woman. Um, he's like a centurion. A lady. He's like a centurion guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he he he's allowed to retire and he goes back. But he's really he's a learned man. He's wanting mm-hmm. to start a business and all this shit. And, right. and keep people keep fucking him. Some guy fucked his wife. He didn't see his wife for eight years because he was off fighting. Right. And they're in the same city. He would go off, and they'd come back, and they're not allowed to leave their hovels or whatever right. to go back to their wives. So she was fucking some other dude. There's a little kid when he gets back home. He's like, whose child is this? And it's not his. But she says, oh, it's your daughter's. <laughs> it's not. Roman women were notorious for being very uh, modern in the fact that they were whores. They, oh, you know, the girl, the lady, her, the guy's wife was uh, Hilaria Sand. That's where I'd seen her before. Oh, okay. Is it Hilaria? Who cares? Yeah, it Neither is. Cares. The, the one who... She didn't get her due in the show, I'm, I'm guessing. Definitely not. Yeah. Like, neither. there is a whole chapter that you're going to love reading. It's just called The Sand Snakes. And it's from the point of that giant... In the show, he's a black dude. But in the book, he's a, he's a giant white guy with a big beard and a giant axe name from Norvos. Norvos is very similar from what I've read to Russia. They have, you know... Dancing bears on, you know, like he talks about the. It's just, it's very north. Like it's, it's a. But anyway, each of the sand snakes comes to talk to uh, Dorn Martell, and he's the guy in the wheelchair. Yes, their description of 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 his description of them is beautiful. He talks about the intern. It was, um, uh, let's see, Obara. I think was first. Obara is. The way he describes her mannish stride. She's not pretty, but she's a she's a warrior. She, you know, tries to bull her way through him and he's like, You're not going in there. You know, and then she's gonna fight him. And he would make dispatch her quickly, but at the same time, he's like, She's a good fighter. He's just like, but she's not gonna she is no challenge. I love this character. You know what I mean? He kills one of the Kingsguard, Eris Oakhart. Oh, poor Eris. Really fucking quickly. Like, chops his fucking head off. I mean, it's brutal. Um, it's That's a plot involving uh, one of the princesses, uh, Mariana, I think, and one of the Danes, but his name is Darkstar, and he's like the opposite of what the other Danes are. You know, the, the Danes are in Starfall, which is in the Dornish Marches, which they are 
you know, the Randals who basically fight the. the when did the, Dorn finally bend the knee? They didn't. They still. They no. just say the it was a kingdom. deal. It was a it was a deal made out so they would come into the Seven Kingdoms, but they literally never bent the knee. I mean, not officially anyway. That's why they'll tell you, well, there are no Seven Kingdoms. There are six. There are six kingdoms and Dorne. That's what they'll try. You know, the. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've, I've read that. Yeah, I don't know. think that uh, anybody. It was basically a stalemate in all the battles that I read about. Well, you can't fight people who just disappear. Yeah, they would disappear. In yeah, the they'd, caves. they'd bleed, and when they came through the through the bone way and all that stuff, and just disappear into the sand. They're rare. They're rare, like the Fremen, or you know, um, even the uh, the Aiel from um, from uh, game from uh, the uh, uh, Eye of the World. Dude, yeah. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> so many nerd things. Uh, yeah. It's, well, they all tie together. They do because yeah. they're all in. They all borrow ideas from each uh, other. George R. R. Martin said his biggest writing influence was Stan Lee. That's the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, you know something I was upset about though. I watched a an interview with him, and he was talking about his his inspiration to write Game of Thrones, and he didn't mention Dad Williams one time. And he said has said directly the reason he wrote Game of Thrones is because he loved Memory Sorrow and Thorn so much. Might have just forgot. You know, he's an old. Man. I don't know, man. So but much you, shit you'd think, and I don't. Th- Ted Williams just gets shit on. Is I mean, he still just, alive, Ted Williams? Oh yes, he's he'll a probably man. be the one that finishes. <laughs> I, that would make sense for him to finish it because he's he, so good, dude. I, I'm telling you, man. After you're done with Game of Thrones, you should read. Um, start with the Dragon Bone Chair and read all. I mean, there. Uh, that's is that what you? Is that what? No, that's, that's the Deathgate cycle. Okay, yeah. There are so many series. Um. Uh, the Dragonbone Chairs, the Sithy, and all that stuff, you know, all, all those, the, it's, dude, it's tremendous. It's not like Game of Thrones in as much as there aren't great houses fighting or anything. You have these different kingdoms. Austin R doesn't feel as real as uh, Westeros and all those places. He just kind of threw a bunch of cultures together, but I like it. I mean, it's it works, and, and he's got a vastly interesting non-human race, the Sithy, and you know, all that stuff. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> the uh, episode before last, mm-hmm. um, I, I thought that the Sir Kristen Cole and Rhaenyra scene was acted really well. It was. It reminded me of the first time I got laid. Mm-hmm. This weird flirting. She st- stole something from me, and right. was, like it's. It really reminded. It, but he's acted, a fucking cunt. I mean, he's just. Well, uh, he he put the pussy on a pedestal. He was. You see, at an episode later, I'm not talking the about ship. we need to run away together. Right, obviously. but I'm not talking about that necessarily. I'm talking about shit he does later. We all know what oh, he yeah, does Oh, yeah, I later. know what he does later. Yeah, and it's... Well, we can discuss it. I mean, spoiler alert, um, he's the one who puts Aegon Second on the throne. Yes. He backs Allison Hightower, and he... Because he's scorned. He's been... Yes, exactly. That's how, the, that's how they're setting broken. it up. Exactly. Yeah. I wish they would have set it up, that though, that he was just an asshole. That he was a that he was a social climber. That would have been, you know, that's possible that that was his motivation. No, in the book, no, no, no. He definitely. Well, in the book, perhaps yes. They don't really go into that. Like, um, yeah, like in the book, we don't know if they like. There's been rumors of Renera and Sir Kristen Cole banging, mm-hmm. but they don't know. Can neither confirm nor deny. Of course, Mushroom says they did. Right. Turns out Mushroom's right. Right. The way I'm looking at the show is what actually happened. And the book is what they guess. Right. I think that's how it's supposed to be viewed. I'm not sure. One thing I noticed that that's missing, I mean, when it, just when it comes to something that's a nitpick, is that I haven't seen Sir Eric and Sir Eric. Are you aware of them? Sir Eric and Eric? Yeah. 
Eric the, and the Eric. two the two giant brothers who were Kingsguard and and ended up fighting each other and died on each other's swords. I think we will see them later. Probably they're twins. I don't think they came in big. until after Viserys died. Right. So well, probably I think they were probably members. Well, one of them went with one of Rhaenyra, and one of them went with yeah. uh, Allison. They met at Dragonstone. One of them, the one with Allison came to Dragonstone. Uh, and they exchanged words, and then they both fought until they both died. Right, died on each other's <laughs> sword, which is the most fucking George R. R. Martin thing there is. Very poetic. So, yeah, I can't wait to see that. That should have its own like five minute segment, really. Yeah, explain who they are in the episode. I don't know who the it. Scottish guy. He was on. Um, he's on uh, Outlander. I don't know who he's supposed to be. I should have looked it up, but I didn't. Which guy? The he is the Lord Commander. Oh yeah, that guy rules. Uh, he's great. He's in. He's in Outlander, which is a tremendous show. Of the Kingsguard? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think he's... You notice the guy that plays the uh, Lannister twins? He was in, I think, one of the first few episodes of Game of Thrones as a knight that just gets killed probably by the mountain. Really? In a tournament, yeah. Didn't the, the Don, Don, uh, Dondarians, uh, they've, they've factored in, haven't they? Yeah, the Dondarian in the first scene of last week's episode where she's interviewing people to marry, it's right. like an 80-year-old guy. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> and he remembers see. her great-grandmother. <laughs> Was she as beautiful as we've all heard? <laughs> <laughs> she, Rhaenyra's kind of a little shit She's sometimes. got a little bit of sass. Yeah. Well, she's 18 at that point. Right. Bitches are going to be sassy, especially when you've grown up in royalty. Um, Trying to think of other... I thought the... Uh, the sneaking around. I like whenever they went to that little play. Right. To see what the common folk really thought about all the Targaryens. <laughs> they don't like them very much. Nope. <laughs> they don't hate them, though. Sir Ryan Redwine. Yes. Um, he is. He would. Wait a second. I think Redwine died. And that's. And well, that they made the other guy the head of the King's Guard. No, but the, the, why would they? Uh, okay. That doesn't make any sense. They they should have cast nitpicking here. He <laughs> sent the, the the Scottish and Irish accent is of the north. The red wines are not of the north. The red wines are down around the arbor and places like mm-hmm. that. They actually have great fleets. You know, they're um, very powerful, very wealthy family. But you know, that's kind of a. I know I'm nitpicking, but you know, he shouldn't have that accent. He should have a very he's got London. He's, accent. He's got he sort of a uh, Sir Jorah accent. Yeah, and Sorjora is of the north. See, they they took great- not Jora. Um, I meant Davos. Same guy, not really. Sava, Davos is from uh, is from uh, Flea Bottom. He's from King's Landing. I wish there was a way they could get um, Sir Davos into this show. He's the best. I loved him so much. Yeah, the Onion Knight. Everybody made fun of him for smuggling, and then he just made the Onion his house sigil. And- yeah, he's an Irishman. Which okay, if they're going by that, then he's yeah he's from uh, he's from Flea Bottom. Yeah, that's one of the mistakes they made in. In the um, episode where uh, Daenerys burns down everything, should have had Sir Davos in there going through Flea Bottom, watching his his city, his home, where he grew up, being burnt to the ground, trying to help people instead of well, Tyrion. yeah, but he he wasn't from there anymore. Like he had moved out, and and yeah, like his mom and dad are still hanging out, you know. But like that would have been like a um, cathartic moment. Sure. Him trying to help people and mm-hmm. almost dying himself. Maybe yeah. maybe even dying himself. You never know. Sure. I mean, it's... I wonder if they'll bring him back in the Snow series. I mean, he's still living, isn't he? Sir Davos, he's a young man. He's 60. I would say he's about 60. 
handsome man. Pulls off the horseshoe very well. Yeah, he does. Uh, uh, That's respectable. It is. Um, I don't know. There's so much. There's so much to do with that show. I don't know if George, is George R. R. Martin writing it. Snow. Yeah. He's an EP, executive producer. He's he's involved in everything that's going to come come out, which is why we're, you're not going to get your winter probably. He's got his hands in every little thing. That's why this show's been so fucking good. Right. That's why Hot D's been so good because he's helping with casting. He's fidgeting with the um the writing. The right. Do this instead. Of, he's he's hand he's hands on with it just like he was in the first four seasons of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. which is why that was so good. Did you notice the African uh, nods at uh, at High Tide? Like he goes to that one room and there's the the masks that look very African in origin. I need to watch it from the again. from the Summer Isles. Yeah. You know, Summer Isles are African. You know, African based. And then there's a ship that looks like a swan, and that's the, the Summer Islanders have swan ships that they yeah. they're known for that. So, um, yeah, I like the fact they put that in there. You know. Um, just a little bit more explanation why sure. this very black it man is is a, is a Valerian. The Valerians yeah. were not naturally black skinned, so they were they were definitely of nobody cares anymore. No, they don't. And there was a little, there's a little bit of rumbling about it, but then they it's see just it the, and the, he rules. Well, the actual racist of the one who's still upset. Yeah, you know, I mean, people who the people who can appreciate story and all that stuff who aren't racist are like, yeah, that's awesome. We love this guy now. Who gives a fuck? You know. So yeah, I like it. That whole family, like. They aged oh, they're up. all yeah, they're all really good. They aged up Lena a little bit, and mm-hmm. she's like they're all really good. The yeah. poor Lenor, this poor bastard. <laughs> I know, man. It's they uh, made a deal. Her and him and Renera made a deal. Yeah, we're gonna get married. We'll th- throw a kid inside me. Queef out an heir. Yeah, we're good to go. Fist bump. And whenever we're uh, feel like doing something else, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. Right. I don't like roast duck. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. That was actually very good. very good dialogue. Yeah. Saying it without actually saying it. Right. You know? But um, who, how did the clubfoot Laris hear about the tea that was sent to Renera's room, knowing she's a Targaryen? Targaryens don't really get sick. Well, I mean, it's, it's in a castle. It's, you know. So possibly Melos, the. The maester, well, just anybody. Him. I mean, anybody who helped, you know, any any handmaiden, any. You did know. you notice the black maester? Um, yeah, Orwell. Mm-hmm. Orwell's in the book. Yeah, I was. I thought, oh, I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect They're, him to be black, but that's cool. Um, but I, one thing I've noticed is that, and they can also work this in the story. At this point, Westeros is extremely cosmopolitan, but then it's not. Like, and that it should remain that way. They should not try to. You know, you if one thing, don't fucking um, what do you call that? Um, Gild the Lily? No, no. no. Um, when you retcon, don't retcon it. Yeah, it should. They should be white in Game of Thrones because the world was much less cosmopolitan. Yeah. You know, the Targaryens were not well liked, so all the people around them, you know, a lot of the people from Westeros were racist. They they didn't like either the, the the Targaryens or any of the black Valyrians. They didn't like any of them. Valyrians are kind of their own race, right? Like Well, yeah, I mean the Valyrians are you know, have magic and all that stuff and you know, nobody you know, they're they're very elvish. They never actually go into why they're so different than other people. I would assume it's because of magic or something, but um you know I, I want them I actually made this comment before. I want characters to be racist. It makes it more 
yeah. realistic. It makes you it know, very realistic. Yeah, I would like somebody to mention it be like, I don't like you because of your skin color. Somebody should say that. Because that that is a an evil thing that you can do right now to make a character seem like such a fucking shit. Because you know who the most likely person in the show to say something like that would be? Who? It'd be Damon. Yeah. Very much so. And he might not even mean it. He might say something. Well, he'd say something to like, you know, he's like, you're not Valerians anyway. You're from the Summer Isles. You're not, you're not, you're, you're not like actually, that. you're not actually Valerian. You, you, uh, you basically bought your way in and you're, you know, your dusky people don't belong with ours or something like that. Something like that, that. would be, but D- Damon has to have, he dies heroically. There's no, there's no other way to put it. It is fucking, it is. There's no other way to put it. It's brave. It's heroic. Even if he's not a good guy, that it is a fucking bomb ass way to go out, you know, and fucking takes him and his nephew and two dragons with him. So don't they, they, they fall into the God's eye, right? They fall into the, is it the lake or the ocean? Whatever. I think it's the God's eye. It's around and the it's, blood. The dragon blood boils the water yeah. around them. I'm pretty sure it's the God's eye because I think he was coming from River Run. So, um, if that's, I'm not, or Heron Hall or one of those places, I think it was Heron Hall. I've been telling people if they stick 90% to the dance of the dragons in the book, it's going to be more fucked up than anything. Game oh, I've already said, um, I've already said that it's going to be the most brutal TV show ever put on TV. I mean, the ending about what happens to Rhaenyra, blood and cheese, all that shit. Some people are going to be turned off by it. They're going to be like, this is just too much. You'd be like, well, this, this is, is what it is. This is you drama. Know? This yeah. is, and there's, <laughs> there's really nobody to root for. No, like, they're all, well, I wanted to root for Alicent. I, I liked her, but she's, she got thrust into her role. And, you know, likes, viscerous well enough you know she but uh, loves him probably too but loves more like, him as a like a, as the dad of her best friend exactly i like that and then auto hightower pushed into it um i like the high the high towers are one of those there's that saying by um hawthorne families are always rising and falling in america well that's mm-hmm. anywhere yeah and then that's you could say families are always rising and falling in westeros a lot of the families that we see the valerians for example have crumbled basically by the time Game of Thrones comes around. Like the Valerians do not. I mean, they're, they're there still, might be one out there. They're still powerful, but they're not what they were. Like the Dance of Dragons essentially breaks them. I don't so, remember hearing about them in the show. Well, no, it's a like actually the Valerians fought with uh, Stannis. They st- fought with Stannis on the Blackwater. The Valerians, the Celtigars, a lot of the families that were around Dragonstone fought with Stannis. You know, they backed him. The Sunglass, there was a family called the Sunglasses. You know, um, they're uh, the Florence who were, you know, they're not even, I think they're, where the hell are they from? <coughs> I think they might be from Riverlands. Um, but that's uh, Salise's family, uh, his, his wife. But yeah, when he put together his small force to try to conquer King's Landing, the Valerians were among the people fighting with him. So um, one of the things they've been setting up, and I don't want to spoil this, but there's a rat problem. In the uh, castle mm-hmm. in uh, King's Landing. Yeah. Every shot, whenever they're panning across the room, like I think it might have been episode two, they're panning across Balerian's skull. Mm-hmm. There's a couple rats in there. Right. There's rats on the bed in one scene. Uh, last night, after, well, they're getting married. There's still a 
pool of blood on the floor after uh, Sir Kristen Cole beat the ever living fuck. Cru- just crushed that guy's face. Out of Sir I, I, Joffrey I don't, I don't, Longmouth. I don't know who that guy was, um, but it was. Um, he's in the book. It's uh, Lainor's. I'm gonna have to read that book. Paramore. I'm gonna have to. I'm really gonna have to read that book again because I need to. Because Lainor is a bum fancy, <laughs> pole fancy. I like bum. Fancy. They called us pole fancies. I like I like bum fancy. I think it's funnier because I I, I I consider him a top. So he fancies the bum. No, I don't consider him a top. You don't think he's a top? No. You think the other guy's a top? Yes. We're gonna have to argue about this for twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think, think I think they switch, switch off. Okay. You got a top and a power bottom. Uh-huh. They're a real power couple. <laughs> They're both power bottoms, so they just sit there and smash their asses against each other. <laughs> it's like Jennifer Lopez and fucking who was that idiot she did that with? Uh, um, Iggy Azalea. Sure. Booty, booty, booty. Oh, God. I could watch that video with the sound off. No, I couldn't because it's, I mean, I don't like either one of them. I despise Iggy Azalea. I think uh, Jennifer Lopez is pretty hot. Of course she is. She's beautiful, but I don't like her. She can't act or sing her way out of a wet paper bag. She cannot. I've seen her in one movie. She was pretty good. Out of sight, she was good, but that's, she had George Clooney with her. Yeah. I mean, well, he... Rising uh, high, lifts all boats. Exactly. I was going to say, high tide raises all ships. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're setting up something with the rats. Well, I, I know what it is. You know what it exactly. is. Exactly. And um, I so... They, like, set up, they set it up mm-hmm. last week whenever um, Damon left the note for Renera. They set something up there with all the secret passages that... Right. That's Magor's... Magor's Holdfast. Magor built all these passages because he's, I don't know why. I don't remember why, at least. Well, because he was a fucking lunatic. Yeah, so he needed quick Magor escapes the all cruel. the time. He was, and then he killed every man who knew everything about him. So. Yeah. He, let's, explain, very, uh, let's explain that. He built the Red Keep. Yep. And inside the Red Keep. is Magor's Holdfast. Holdfast, and there's all these tunnels and everything that can lead you anywhere in King's Landing, pretty right. much. And after it was finished... He held a celebration for all the men that built it. A feast. There might have even been a fucking tournament. Didn't he lock all the doors and have all their throats slit? Yep. That would seem like something Magor would do. Killed everybody. Not with poison. That helped build it. Right. And then he wanted something else built. The dragon pit, I think. Yeah. They were trying to finish the dragon pit and nobody would work for him. <laughs> fucking Dude, Trump. I tell you what. I, I, I know, right? God, he is. This is my hold fest. It's going to be a great hold fest. <laughs> it's the best hold fest. <laughs> Oh, those workers that built the old fast. What a bunch of losers. <laughs> they said I didn't pay him, I paid him. Um, <laughs> God, he would be, he's so awful. I mean, that, that, remember when I sent you that picture of that fucking book where you got these lunatic Christians who believe he's a messiah? There's a lot of them. Now might be the time to start writing something like that. What do you mean? Write something like that about Donald Trump and make a million dollars. Self-publish it on Amazon. Between me and you, we could write a pretty, pretty convincing thing. I mean, in what context? Like well, in in favor of him, or in the context that we can get a bunch of rubes to pay a bunch of money <laughs> for a book? <laughs> Fuck integrity, <Bunch> credulous rubes. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of being poor. Uh, yeah, I should really do that. <laughs> we should I, do that. But then I get all my money, and all the people who are around here will try to bring me down. He hates Trump. He's always hated him. And it's like, no, I secretly loved him. That's why we have a pen yeah. name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, like, we do a pen name. Oh, God, it would be so easy to write a book for those people. It just, you know. Just need 200 pages. We can't hold their attention any longer than that. Well, no. 
It has to be a, a dump book. Taking a dump, reading about Donald mm-hmm. Trump's divinity. The divinity of Donald Trump. Here's the best part. If you could write it so covertly tongue-in-cheek that one group of people would love it for how fucking insulting it is, the I've people been, who get it, and then the other people love it because they they don't know they're being insulted. I have been doing this for years. <laughs> With the heel, yeah? The, the he will, yeah, brother. <laughs> Those are the fucking best. I always laugh. They're a lot of people. A lot of people know that I'm just being a silly goose. But then others don't. Others don't. <laughs> That's so fucking great. I yeah. love that. <laughs> do they send you private messages? Hell yeah, brother. They indeed do. <laughs> they have. Oh, God. Anyway, um, <laughs> what were we discussing? Uh, Magor and the makers hold fast with all the tunnels right. and everything. I thought that was cool that we get to see a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought um, I'm trying to think back to the last episode, not the one that just happened yesterday. Um, Sir Kristen Cole has dishonored himself. He must die now, I think. Well, he's supposed to be gelded. What does geld mean? Cut your dick off. Yikes. Yeah. A gelding is a, is a male horse that had his dick cut off. Okay. Yeah. Um, it makes him more tractable. Makes him easier to train. Is he so angry that Rhaenyra didn't run away with him? Is that why he told Alicent whenever she was questioning? No, him? it's because that he didn't realize that, that she wasn't talking about exactly. Him. So he just came out and thought, "I'm going to get ahead of this." I'm so cop. he's kind of a, I'm going to cop to it. He's kind of a dummy. Yes. Okay. Well, no, he's not dumb. I mean, Chris and Cole was lots of things. He's, for one thing, an excellent fighter, obviously. Um, I think he was a good man. I think he is a good man, but I think that he just gets so wrapped up in the politics with this whole thing. This whole thing, nobody, when you have a shitstorm, nobody gets out without being splashed. So, and this is the shitstorm of shitstorms. Yeah. Know? I've never read anything. It almost destroys the realm. Yeah, it almost destroys a lot of shit. Exactly. It definitely destroys a lot of lives. You know what I love about it, though, is that the world after this happens and and this big almost collapse is that the world becomes like jolly old England from the from the from like cartoons and stuff. It's it's still a time of peace and plenty after that. The Targaryens are still in control. They're not what they were. There's no more dragons or anything. But every everybody's cool. It's a it's a summer. You know, there's tournaments. It's so much fun, and there, there's no, there's no more threat and all this. You know what I mean? It, it's so the the world is so warm and fuzzy at the same time being still a place of violence and stuff like that. The tournament that that uh, Duncan Tall enters at Ashford is fucking just wondrous. I mean, it's all these great knights fighting each other, and can't wait till you know put all, that on. Dude, it's going to be great. Um, casting Sir Duncan's will be extremely difficult, though. The guy's damn near seven feet tall. Who do so, you think? Let's go. Let's Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, shit, man. Shaquille O'Neal. No, they're not going to do that. George Murison. <laughs> Derek Dirk Nowitzki. Manute <laughs> Bowl. Robert Ludlow. That's actually, he was the world's tallest man at one point. Okay. He, it killed him. He died Let's, let's think of somebody around 6'6". Six, six, and they can just There are no actors that tall. Actors are usually short. I know. So they're going to have really to find an unknown who's a good actor, and they're gonna, he's going to have to be handsome. He's going to have to be young. He's going to have to be tall. And then you've got to cast Egg. Egg won't be so difficult. But I'm thinking about all the great casting in that. you know. And another thing, the racists who don't like the, the stuff and all that stuff, there is a Mexican in the Targaryen bloodline. I mean, the, she's Dornish. The mom of Baylor Breakspear is Dornish. 
So the shit's been there. I, but I, the, an article I sent you though, she made a, a good point. I don't. I, I believe that her point was. Um, I don't think I remember this. Unnecessary. It was. She wrote an article about the forced. Um, what do you call it? Uh, diversity. The forced diversity yeah. in the show. And I'm just like, yes, you would be right had it not been done right. But it's done right, you know. And she's a black lady and, and, and all that stuff. And she makes very cogent points that somebody would make that makes that has a good point. But I believe that she is wrong in this context. I believe that it works. I believe that it can work. I believe that, it, you know, I, I believe it's a good thing. She's talking about uh, the Valerian. Yes. Or? She said they shouldn't have been black. She said that George R. R. Martin does a good job with diversity from the very beginning. And she is right. There are lots of dark skinned characters in Game of Thrones where in fantasy there usually aren't. So they're not central to the story because they're not from there. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's that's still true in Game of Thrones, the series. The Valerians are out of are out of context. They're, they are not there anymore. There are hardly any dark-skinned people in Westeros. The few dark-skinned people you're going to see in Westeros are going to be in the capital yeah. because they're, they're related directly to the line of power. Everywhere else, there are no dark-skinned people in the north. There are no. probably there are har- probably hardly any dark-skinned people in uh, in the west or in the Stormlands for that. They're all andals and first men you know there are no black skin andals or first men so you can't do that you can't because it but just you won't can work do it with the with like a, absolutely the you could, exactly you bring can do over that. exactly and that was a and actually that was in his original draft for the story i think at one point he was going to make all the valerians black skin an idea that i had i'm like if you would make all the valerians and and make uh, valeria even an african style place but very advanced and all that stuff almost like wakanda for god's yeah, sake then they could their place is collapsing and they go to conquer other people. And that's where you have all the drama because you have a bunch of white skinned people being conquered by people who aren't like you and who aren't welcome, but they're so powerful that you have no choice. That's what you have in this story. Now, the Valerians are not like they are not Andals. They are not the first men. They are Valerian. And that includes the black Valerians and doubly unwelcome because they're also sudden uh, summer islanders as much as i hate to break break it to people i hate that thing where people got upset that in game of thrones they were staring at gray worm and stuff like them you're like those northmen are racist of course they're racist yeah they don't understand they're they're peasants from this far north place and they've never seen they've people like probably this. never been outside of 10 miles they're serfs their, uh, they're yeah. serfs and and also i mean they, they've just never dealt with these people racism is a natural state I mean, I'm not saying that it's good or anything. It isn't. It's not good. It's silly and, and stupid. But it's, it's silly and stupid because those people who think that way are silly and stupid. Mm-hmm. You can't change people who are silly and stupid. Just let it be silly you and stupid. Think, um, even in our universe, what was it, 200 years ago, you see a, uh, a ship of people arrive yeah. on your shore. Mm-hmm. No matter what color they were, you had to be ready to fight because they might be coming to kill you whether they whether they need anything from you or not. Right. And then you had, you know, the reactions, but the first reactions between different kinds of people are going to be usually not peaceful because they're very like, uh, one of the best examples I've seen of this is Vikings. When they finally run into the native Americans, the Skraelings as they called them, you know, those groups, people were never going to get along. It was only, the only way they're going to get along is if one beat the other into submission. And then you're going to have intermarrying. You're going to have all that stuff, which they think some people did think did happen, you know, and, and there is genetic evidence to support that, you know, that's why I love, you know, we'll go off on a tangent here. We, uh, we do favorite things, but I don't want to go off on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, babe. 
Just do favorite things. It's yep. just going to be more Game of Thrones talk. And other books. And other books. And other things. Fuck, I'm, I'm playing Arkham City now. Oh, fuck yeah. Might be my favorite game of all time. Arkham City or Arkham Knight? I think Arkham City. You like was, a, you like I played better. that first. That was my first You didn't play Arkham Asylum? Not until afterwards. It's, um... Aaron got me into it. He let me borrow it. Then I just went ahead and bought it. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful game. Oh, it's wonderful. And it, now it's it's upscaled to be on the PS4. Huh. Huh, huh, huh. Favorite things. Okay. Can I go pee real quick? Sure. Pause. 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 We won't have... You won't even... Know. And we're back. Did you get you some nuts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite things. What were we talking about? Okay. There was a two-book series. Mm-hmm. I read the one a while ago um, called Lion's Blood. It's an alternate history where a series of events happened, and it reversed the situation of white people and black people in the slave trade. Excellent. Excellent book. So well-written. The slaves are largely Irish um, because they were captured by the Vikings and sold into slavery. You know, um, I like it because you know it's just extremely it's it's the style of writing is very reminiscent of George R. R. Martin. It it feels the same. It, it conjures the same images in my head, and, and and they feel like they look similar. You know, it's it's just extremely well written. Um, I finished the first one. Um, they're fighting largely the Aztecs. These African groups are the the Zulu. Um, these other the other tribes who you know they're they're all Muslim. Except the Zulu are Muslim, they believe in different gods. Um, there's only there's only been a very minor interaction between Native Americans and the others so far. I'm assuming that's going to change. Um, it really drives home the fact there's a lot of things that happen. Um, oh, as a matter of fact, there's music. There's music made for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I'll look it up. There's a song called Laddie Are You Working? And it's, I mean, you can look it up if you want to. It's on YouTube. And then there's a song. I was wrong. It wasn't chimps that they used to chase people's baboons, which in, in a way are much more terrifying. Yeah, baboons are very terrifying. I mean, they have those giant canines and, you know, baboons can kill leopards. So um, are you looking forward? Do you want me to? Um, should lion's blood be one word? Um, actually, I'm just going to look for Laddie. Are you working? That might be what I should do. Laddie, I.E. I got it right here. Let's um, turn it up. Turn it up. Is that Freedom Rock Man? Okay, here we go. Here's the song. New from Sally Hansen. After Sally Hansen, you fucking cut. I think I got it. Okay, go ahead. There will be no ads on mine. Why are you paying for... I pay the $9. Nice. Well... You gonna play this cunt? What are we doing? Might need mine after all, huh? Maybe. Okay. All right, here we go. Okay. Oh, I know why. Because I didn't have mine turned up. It's fine. Uh. Uh. This is a field song that the Irish song, Irish slaves sang. 
darkness hanging in the sky in the morn Moonlight dying as the sun is reborn Crops are swaying in an island of green yeah. Hemp and <laughs> and corn in between Cut her low, swing her round Iron wire, tightly bound Thresh to death by the morning lark Lie in her arms in the still of dark Laddie, are you working? So it's just a inshallah, the music of lion's blood. That's Look for one saying. called uh, the Gur uh, G U R Gurgach is the name of the. the Gur- here it is. Actually, I've got it right here. This is a song they sing about the baboons who chase them. I love it. it's so amazing to have music written about something. To the the world is so fully fleshed. In the forest dark lies a beast with paleful bark. Feasting on an baboon's bark too. Yeah. Cross its path and pay the toll. Ara, Ara, Pass not through the village gate. Sun has set and day is late. If you walk alone at night, you meet black and gray and white. Hear that panning here? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good, dude. Okay, I mean that's you get a you get an yeah, idea. It's, I like it. It's so well fleshed out. And a little so, bit more rhythm than I would expect from Irish music. Well, that's because you you have to. It's a. Work song, so well, no, it's a mixture. I mean, they they've been brought over here by African people. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. It, then. it is the natural. Okay, one of the things I love about it, it is this natural. It shows how these things happen, like that black people want to look more white. In this, the white women are wanting more look more black, so their hair is they're doing the curl of their hair. That happen in sure the I real mean, world exactly. But I'm saying that in this, and then the the men are like. Purposely staying out to get their skins darker, you know, and, and color them. It's just, and it puts things in a different perspective. It would not be a book that right wingers would would like to see made into something. They would throw a holy hell fit because once things are put in a different perspective, and then you and and people start having, you know, reactions to it that 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 drive home how terrible that state is well that's just making us look bad like it's not you it's not us those are people that did things to each other you know and yes those people did bad things you're gonna have to accept it your ancestors did fuck fuck shit up they really did you know so did mine if you want to look for a people mine were perfect well i mean i I say this if you want to look for a people who are more instrumental in the destruction of the native american they don't exist than the ulster irish we were the people who were employed as the cat's paw to take care of them. You know, we are a tribal people who are considered non-human, basically non-human ourselves, but we could be, we could be dealt with. So they got, they threw them in the fucking, in the Appalachians and places like that and be like, take care of it. And then they did. And they weren't treated with any kind of respect or anything. They were treated with more respect than the natives were because they somewhat speak your tongue and things like that. But you know, the whole thing is very it would be very upsetting to people who do, wouldn't want to see those kind of things you know it's like um do you remember that movie that came out a couple of years ago called the hunt yes it was about um 
white people hunting this black guy. No, it was about a bunch of liberals oh. rounding up a bunch of conservatives and hunting them. It was complete satire. Right. But people got mad about it, and then they canceled it, which I think was kind of like a, a plan right. by the people that made the movie. I think Blumhouse made it. Mm-hmm. And I watched the movie, and it it's satirizing both sides. Right. Completely equally. Both sides are shits. Right. Both sides are cocksuckers. And in the end, the conservatives, nobody really wins in that sort of a situation, but Mm -hmm. at least one of the conservative ladies survives and everybody else dies. Right. So people get mad about things whenever they just see a trailer or read like a a blurb about something. Well, this is one of those things. Well, I I know, but this is one of those things that, you know, the right wingers always have to say this or, you know, any fucking I'm, I'm i'm sorry but in in some things in some things the word the term white fragility as much as i hate to admit it does apply when you can't even countenance the fact that your ancestors did something shitty and you don't want to talk about it that's what that is mm-hmm. you know what i mean and this would immediately drive that home why can't they just let that shit go i'm like because it's never been properly dealt with. You know what I mean? It's it's one of the things in this country that just hasn't. You know? Every movie that's made about that time, there's a white savior that saves everybody. Um, it's <laughs> At least all the, the big ones. Yeah, but it's done skillfully. Like, I would say the best one I've seen is 12 Years a Slave. That had to happen that way. He wasn't going to get out of bondage by, by just getting himself. He wasn't. So he needed somebody like Brad Pitt's character, who, by the way, was a great character because he told that guy, we don't have slaves in Canada. We don't know. We don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. You know what I mean? And that's what all those other, you know, I'm seeing all the America. This this whole thing with this, I, I watched this whole thing about the, the 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 schools where they took kids and tried to stop the meaning. They did that in other places. The United States was the template to do those kind of things. Every other doing country. Now. China's doing it now in Africa. Oh God! Yeah, um, but the the other countries who did that, New Zealand, even Australia, and all those places, all those places forming apologized. The United States won't even fucking acknowledge it, much less apologize. And and the the group of people I always think about when I think about just jagoffs in general are like Cleveland Indians fans. They are representative of that group of motherfuckers that I just can't stand. You know, who are the Cleveland Indians? Well, the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. But when they would just, when they would come in and, and there'd be Native Americans out there protesting, they would flip them off and taunt them by doing that stuff. That's a very asshole white person thing to do, you know? And that's that group of people. So whenever I think about things like this and people getting offended and being smug and all that shit, I usually th- think of them or, you know, a large contingent of people from Michigan. Not all of them. There's, <laughs> I've met lots of good people from Michigan. I know personally work with some and they're good and they're good people. But I've met, there's so many bad people from there that I have met, you know, and, you know, in past times and know personally. And there's good people in Ohio, man. I worked with a family that I love. They were great people. Now I refuse to believe that. What? That there's good people in Ohio. <laughs> well, it depends on where you're at and who you're dealing with. I mean, I just, they're just extremely smug and shitty. And, you know, just, I, I don't know where they get that, get that from. You know, we, I think it's the fact that they come from a prosperous state and we don't. And when you, when you, when live you, when you live in poverty and it's something that accompanies you, it usually makes you a nicer person. Mm-hmm. Um, it either make you really bitter and you'll be an asshole or most people just become nicer people, you know? So, yeah. 
Um, so there's that, there's that book and, you know, I love it. Um, started playing, you know, the Batman Arkham games. I beat Arkham Asylum and now playing Arkham City and it's just, it's great. I'm in the part where you now you have to do the, the, uh, the demon challenges on stuff. I forgot how hard they were and I just don't like that part of it, but it's still, it's good. Um, do you play those on, uh, easy or medium? Easy. I usually play I played those on medium, I think. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not playing it I'm for, there the, for, the for the game. Yeah, exactly. I'm not there for the gameplay. I'm there for the story. Like, cause I always play like the last of us on easy. Cause I want to see everything. And if I'm too busy, worrying, staying, trying to fucking stay alive, then I'm not going to see everything. So I still you know. died plenty in that game. Oh, sure. On easy. Yeah. A lot. Which one? Last of us. Oh yeah. It was, it had parts that were really difficult, man. I, I the other than the people who are complaining who are just douchebags who want to complain about the game, the the remake is like blowing everybody's fucking mind. Don't know oh, yeah. how great it is. I mean, they're you know I, I have to play it. I'm considering just putting it on YouTube and watching it on YouTube because I can't play it, you know, and and just watching the whole thing and seeing how beautiful it is because I can watch it now, you know. So what is this? The third generation that movies or that game is going to be on yeah, it was PS2, on, it was on PS, and no, it's PS3, PS4. Yeah, three, four, and five. And five okay. You know, dude, and it's, it's and it's and it's just looks tremendous. And it's, um, you know, people complain. They, you know, said, well, they're just trying to, uh, you know, take my money. I don't give a fuck. Quit complaining about paying seventy dollars. You paid five hundred dollars for a fucking system. Probably more than that if you have a fucking PS Five. You probably paid damn near a thousand, if not more. And you're and you're bitching about seventy fucking dollars. Go fuck yourself. And yeah, also, just don't. Buy it exactly. If you don't want it, don't buy it. Yeah, they're. I wish they would make it available for PS4 because they would still play on PS4. Yeah, it wouldn't look quite as good. But P. But The Last of Us Part Two is on PS4, so I can't wait for that remake. You know that remix to see how beautiful that's going to be. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, and Last of Us Part Three is, I'm sure, and plus the the show. Um, I know the show's going to be great. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I think. Either end of the year or beginning of next year, the yeah. show's coming out. Yeah, it's going to be. <clears throat> uh, HBO axed uh, Raised by Wolves, though. Did they? Yeah, just two seasons. Man, I like that show. And everybody did. It got so many good, great scores on Rotten Tomatoes, but they just, they're, they're axing so many shows. I don't understand. It's not like they're not making money, you know. Maybe nobody was, not enough people were watching it. I guess, but I, I, I think those decisions, you know, a purely heartless fucking business decision how many billions do you need you know if you can't just i don't know um i'm wondering what they're going to do with his dark materials because that show's really good i too. don't think it got axed okay I think, I think it uh um i thought raised by wolves was really cool it is it's excellent it's extremely well made i mean it's uh it's definitely different um the future they paint is at, at once more advanced but yet much more primitive than our time you know the fact that they believe in such nonsense mm-hmm. you know like you know the the, the mithraics or whoever the fuck they are and then the atheists are the atheism has become their religion i suppose because nobody else is allowed to believe in anything well i mean i would like to see a future it wouldn't be interesting but a future where everybody just comes to a to a consensus hey believe what you want to believe i don't give a fuck and we lived happily ever after. That'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Um, House of the Dragon. 
of course, is just fucking amazing. I love it. It's ripping. It's uh, it's ripping it up. They're. I can't believe how good it is. I know. I was cautiously optimistic going in. Rotten Tomatoes is raving about it. You know, it's you know you have obviously. <clears throat> You had the complainers with the whole race thing and all that shit, and they got shut up pretty quickly because everybody was so is so good, and it doesn't even fucking matter. Um, I don't know. It's just have uh, you started Rings of Power at all yet? I haven't watched any of it. Just just haven't. I mean, it's not because I don't want to watch it. I mean, it looks pretty good. You know, I I don't. I have no. Attachment to it because I'm not a big Tolkien guy. Uh, I did like the movies once I actually watched them. They're I good. Watched, I haven't watched the Hobbit trilogy. I hear that there's no reason to. Okay, I mean it's good. <laughs> uh, I as much as I like the idea of it, the the fact that you made three giant movies for a 180 page book is pretty fucking ridiculous. That's how long the Hobbit is. The Hobbit is tiny. It's like a novella compared to. The Lord of the Rings, like the... Uh, it's barely a novel. Yes. The books that it's based on, it's based on multiple books, and there's a similarity well, or whatever. Well, no. I mean, technically, if you want to go about how Tolkien wrote it, it is only one book, but it's split into three parts. Okay. Because it's such a big... the You know, and he split him into The Fellowship of the Ring, The Two Towers, and Return of the King. But in actuality, I used to have a big red copy you of You need a goddamn forklift to all that thing Oh, fuck around. yeah. I loved it. But... It was a parting gift to my boss up in Ohio. Like, he loved Lord of the Rings. I said, you know what, man? You've been such a good boss. You can just keep that. So One of the things I find interesting is, like, all the people getting called racist for saying that Rings of Power sucks, which maybe it does suck. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. But they're being called racist for not liking it. Mm -hmm. But they like House of the Dragon, and it has multiple characters who are now black or... Well, Mixed. we've we've talked about that. I think it's I think there is that group who who are racist and don't like to see fantasy what they envision to be ever changed. Well, they're what they're doing is they're um, Disney did this too. Mm-hmm. Um, they astroturf all these articles to claim that it's getting review bombed on all these sites. Mm-hmm. Because of racists. As, as opposed to any nuanced discussion about yes, the situation. As opposed to any nuanced right. discussion about it. And mm-hmm. now Amazon's like, that. it didn't really work. If you don't Disney. like it, you're racist. Like, yeah. I don't see that. I, you know, I just want. I've heard that the writing is bad and the acting's not good. I haven't watched any of it yet, but I've, that's what I've heard. Well, but, uh, you know, but I've heard those kind of things before with people who, and there are people who are going to be dead set against it because of that, that very thing. I want to give it a shot. And if I like it, I'm going to like it. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I don't I think you know. I eventually will give it a shot, but I don't want, I don't want to encourage them to make more bad things. So right. I'm going to wait till it's died out a little bit. I wish somebody would fucking latch on to if they're going to be making, if they, if they want to really, uh, not, I want to say push the diversity issue because it's a negative connotation, but if they really want to open up diversity and all that stuff, yeah. somebody needs to do, do the dark elf trilogy. Yeah, they really do. Cause I, those elves are black. You read those to me essentially. And I, yeah, <laughs> well, the, the first <laughs> one, we got through the first one. Um, what was the f- Chuck tales we did? Uh, it was uh, Dragonlance Chronicles. Dragonlance we, did Chronicles. The, we did the three of those, and then we had done the first third of Homeland, which was the first Dark Elf trilogy book. Yeah. Which, okay. I mean, it was starting to really well, get One good. of those other African-based um, fantasy novels we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Uh, Black Leopard, Red Wolf. Yeah, they could yeah. do those, but everything that is made now has to be attached to something that's already huge. Right. That's why we're not seeing a whole lot of mixture and things right like not getting a whole lot of push on new 
things that haven't already been done before. Everything else, things got to be Marvel or attached mm-hmm. to Game of Thrones or, right. hey, remember Lord of the Rings? Here's a show that we made up about all of it. Right. And instead of giving, because I know those are at least going to get people to subscribe. Well, to and the then thing. you're going to get people who are going to bitch because they're going to say, well, those new things are, you know, why can't it be the, the established things? Like, cause that's just not the way they were. You know, you could make, you can change them and make them good if it fits. If it doesn't, then what are you doing? Yeah. You're, you're alienating everyone and you're not making something that everybody's going to watch. You know, I'd like to see like the black leopard, red wolf. Mm-hmm. The thing is what it's called. I'd like to see that. It sounds cool. Absolutely. It does the sound lion's blood thing that you're Fuck talking yes. about. That it would be, cool. dude, it would be, that would be, I was thinking about today and, and thinking about how revolutionary of a show it would be and how, but also controversial, but controversy, controversy sells tickets. Yeah. So, you know, um, like uh man in the high castle, it's an alternate history yeah. where the, uh, allied forces were beaten in world war two mm-hmm. and, it's really cool. It also has like time travel and shit. It's, right. It was a cool show. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Is it done? Yeah, it's done. It like they they did their run. They, they told they a story. Get canceled. Yeah, it did not get canceled. I need to watch it. They then. did their run. That yeah. was one of Bezos's first big shows. Well, that's a very that's a huge success. Then yeah, I mean then he he has had success. Yeah, so plenty. I mean sure. Amazon's been making their own stuff for like oh eight fucking or nine uh, years now. are you kidding? I, I, I sat down and Maisel, watched uh, uh, Invincible. I mean, uh, yeah. Invincible is the best superhero property. It's are better getting, than anything. Are we getting any more of those anytime soon? They're going to be out. They're making it right now. Okay, good. but I mean, it's shit. I watch that shit. I mean, <laughs> the character of Omni Man is just so fucking. He's so ridiculously powerful, and and the fights, but then. You know, all the things that I've read in the comic, you know, and all the things that would make just absolutely tremendous TV, that fight between uh, Thrag and Battle Beast, which lasted a solid month or some shit. And that's talking about with no rest time. Imagine they 10, just fought 10 episodes of just that. Yes. <laughs> and finally, Thrag beat him in War Battle Beast as a fucking, like, King Joffy on Joffy Joffron fucking coming to America. That's yeah. the way he wore fucking Battle Beast. And that's... The coolest thing about it was is that Thrag got cut across his stomach and his guts were coming out. So Battle Beast cut his stomach to make his guts hang out so it would be fucking even. (laughs) That guy is so fucking awesome. Michael Dorn is going to kill it when he does. But anyway, go ahead. Michael Dorn. Worf on uh, Star Trek. Oh, yeah. See, I'm talking about those those castings are great because you need to have echoes of things and things that, you know, the, that fit a, a Klingon warrior, the greatest Klingon warrior playing a warrior animal beast guy just fucking fits, you know? So he's got a great voice too. It's like uh, casting. Oh, uh, uh, the dark tower. I finished the second book of the dark tower, the drawing of the three, which is fucking great. And one of the characters is Eddie Dean, a heroin addict. And I'm just, and somebody intro- uh, suggested Aaron Paul. I'm like, there you fucking go. That's the fucking guy. That's the only guy that can play Eddie. You know, so did you see the preview for the second half, I guess, of House of the Dragon? No. Aim the kid that plays Amond One Eye. Yeah. Looks ex- not exactly, but a lot like Oh, they've already Matt shown Smith. it? Yeah. I need to look that. Mm, let's do that. Let's right do that, now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just you know who you sounded like? Charlie Z. <laughs> I went down a Charlie Z fucking hole again at oh work God. the other day. Oh, dude, it's so painful. All right, here's the episode six preview. We should address the latest developments in the Stepstones, my lords. Where, I wonder, is our Prince Damon? It was a decade ago, and he has since left the region undefended. We have left it undefended. My queen? 
What are children but a weakness? That's Aegon. Through them you imagine you will persist forever. You will be our king. We are the blood of old Valeria. But for them, you surrender what you should not. Her father, compromised by the acts of her son. To have one child like that is a mistake. To have three is an insult. People have eyes. The consequences of an allegation like the one you toyed would be dire. Dracardis! Okay, so I saw a different preview mm-hmm. that showed Amond and all showed everybody, mm-hmm. and um, the kid that's playing Amond. I'm guessing it's Amond. They all look sort of similar. But he has a ruby in one eye. Not yet. Okay, they haven't showed that yet. That's going to be sick. Yeah. Um, but he looks a lot like Matt Smith, and I'm wondering if maybe Matt Smith or uh, Damon snuck in there and got a little bit of Allison at some point mm-hmm. in the show. They might do that. Highly doubtful. I mean, it's just uh, you know, I just feel, I feel bad for Viserys. He's such a he's a good, pleasant man, person, but a bad king. We've we said that a yeah, lot. we but it's I mean, it doesn't make it any less true for all for saying it. You know, um, you can't be nice and be a monarch. You have to be kind, but not weak. You have to be stern, but not cruel. You have to be open handed. But not frivolous. Well, looking at the lady that's taken over for Rhaenyra, she really she looks, looks like her. just enough like. Yeah, her. she yeah. does. It really. And the lady that good. takes over for Alicent looks exactly Could like be her mother or exactly, sister. Exactly. Um, they're they're getting a corpse to take over for Viserys. This motherfucker's rotting. This motherfucker got leprosy. Uh, I know, I don't know exactly what his. It's just it's, just, it's inbreeding. The pressure of everything getting to well, him, the inbreeding and the inbreeding isn't yeah. helping. No. I imagine. Um. Jaharis and Allison were brother and sister, right? Yes, Jaharis and Allison. And that, and that is Viserys' parents, right? No, Jaharis was a nephew of, or Viserys, goddamn, Viserys was a nephew of Jaharis. Okay. They called him Joe. Um, I think this is what fans call him. <laughs> um, I think he was a nephew. Mm-hmm. We could look up the family tree. Sure, let's the Targaryen family tree. That is a fun thing to do. I'm faggot. <laughs> I am faggot. You, you become, <laughs> I am become faggot. That would be a great, destroyer of buttholes. <laughs> that would be a great fucking title if you wanted to get canceled. I could write destroyer of buttholes. Targaryen family tree. Which one looks the best? Any big? All right. We got Amar. Anar Targaryen, and we don't know who the mother is. Danis the Dreamer. Yeah, and then Aegon. Visenya, Aegon, and uh, Rhaenys. And Aegon and Visenya's kid was Magor. Magor the Cruel. Magor the Cruel. And then Aegon the First. And Rhaenys' children were Alyssa Valerion and Ares Targaryen. And. Okay, Alyssa Valerian and Aenys were married, and they mm-hmm. birthed Jaehaerys and and Alysanne, or Allison. Mm-hmm. They got married and had a load of kids. Yeah, they had Dela, Balon, Alyssa, Balon, and Alyssa got married, and uh, Roderick, Aemon, and Jocelyn Baratheon. 
Yeah. All right. So Jocelyn and Amon had Rainey's. That was their only child. Um, Roderick Aaron and Dela Targaryen had Emma Aaron. Balon and Alyssa had Viserys. That was their only kid. Yeah. And let's see. Viserys and Alicent. Oh, wait. Balon and Alyssa had Viserys and Damon because mm-hmm. they're brothers. Yep. And that's where the. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Now, Viserys and Alicent had Aegon. Viserys and Emma has Renera. Mm-hmm. Then you got Corliss and uh, Rainey's. They had Lena and Lainor. But also there's, uh, what's the, there's Amond. This yeah. is not updated to. Now they had Amond and there's a girl in between them, I think. I can't remember. There's, there's so much history there. I need to read it again. It's just, um, God damn, this is even, this goes back to Valyria, I think. It does. <laughs> like this one I pulled up. Danese was the one who got them out of Valyria. She dreamt about the doom of Valyria and they all listened to her and left. Well, the Targaryens did. All right, this one goes all the way to the end. It goes all the way to Jon Snow. But yeah, he was... uh, Viserys is a nephew to Jaehaerys. Okay. Didn't even pick his own daughter. Rhaenys was his daughter, right? Right. Didn't even... That sucks. I guess that was the way it was, though. Well, I mean, they knew that... That's a political decision. Yeah. Valyria is not Westeros. Westeros is a very patriarchal place. It's not going to accept a queen. He let them... He let the lords vote, But he knew the way they were going to vote. Yeah, of course. So... um, I like Rainey's. She's a very practical... She was a a ray of sunshine in last night's episode. I know. She's... Cousin! Yeah. (laughs) I felt so bad for him. He's so sick, and he just not... Everything sucks for that dude. I know. He's never... He never gets a bit of happiness. That the wedding feast turned out so promising without all the people there. It was going to be a lot of fun and all that stuff. And it just degenerated. Dramatic so entrance after dramatic entrance yeah. after dramatic entrance. I don't think there was a single Northern house there. Probably not. They don't concern themselves with the, well, it was still tense between them. They had never been, you know, um, I mean, they, they didn't like the, the fucking first men liked, the Targaryens or the Valyrians even less than the Andals did. The Andals, I think, had dealings with the Valyrians, you know, because they crossed overland and had at least passed Valyria to get to Westeros. There is an overland route to get to Westeros. It's a thin finger of land. Uh, it's where, you know, it's not there anymore, I don't think, cause, uh, since the doom of Valyria. But the Andals had climate change. And, and, well, well, that... that Planet is nothing but climate change. I mean, it's well, yeah, they wheels wildly was, back and forth between. Valyria was built on fourteen volcanoes, and they all decided to <laughs> fucking erupt at once. Oh, good. Um, then you had, uh, you know, the Roynar coming over with Nymeria and all that stuff. Uh, Game of Thrones is going to be a never-ending fountain, a font, if you will, of tremendous TV. It's 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 the new Star Trek. Yeah, they could do it. Only they it's want. great. Yeah, it's, Star Trek has had its ups and downs. I imagine. I only watched the original, and there's some. never been a really terrible Star Trek show. The original one is actually the worst one, probably. Um, yeah. Next generation started out wobbly, 
by the end had reached its stride and was a great TV show because they had gone from the episodic thing where things weren't connected to a running. Yeah. Running. That would Gene Roddenberry was so against that. He was such an asshole at the end and they had to fight him. Brandon Braga and all these guys. I actually saw a thing about that. They, he's like, well, I don't want that done that way. He's just like, and they were like, look, the way you tell these stories isn't going to work anymore. It's not a, it's not an alien freak of the week thing. We can't do that. We need a running storyline. They so might've been one of the doing. first, Big sh- and plus they were a syndicate syndicated show. It was uh, it was um, they weren't on just a network like right. you'd see them at six thirty. They were on UPN. They yeah, were on the original UPN shows well, around here. You could you'd see um, see them on like Fox, right? WAH, and then later on in the evening they'd be on WCHS or whatever. Right. Just because you buy the show and you can mm-hmm. air it whenever you want. Exactly. Um. But they might have been one of the first ones to have a through line going through the entire thing. That began, essentially, they did have stories that were here and there and different stories. It's still a great show. But the through line with the Borg is what really set that show off and made it. The Borg are one of the finest villains ever created. A gr- group of cyborgs that have no pity, that have no, you know, it's it's like they embodied the thing that, Kirk had said in one or someone had said in one of the episodes, just like it can't be reasoned with. It can't be, you know, it's like, it's just going to keep coming or it might be something that even that he said, I, I can't remember, but I mean, they were just the best villain because it's neither passion or prejudice. They're just going to swallow you up and add you to their distinctiveness. That's what they say. They say resistance is futile. Well, we will conquer you. We envelop you and we, you will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to ourselves. That is so chilling of a thing that they don't hate you they don't love you you are just a computation and that was a brilliant fucking thing and sort of uh, robocopy it's really and the, the way they looked was very they they used what they had and it looked really great the, the ships were cubes i mean it's you know there's nothing stylized it's all function there's no form you know and then you had deep space nine which is one of the best written tv shows ever put on fucking tv Voyager had its ups and downs. It was not a bad show. Then you had the one that was the throwback Enterprise. You had, you know, others. And, you know, then we're now we're on to Picard. But Picard, I want it to be so much better than it actually is. It, I haven't seen it. It, it. it is beautiful to look at. It's beautiful. And it's and this dialogue is absolutely dreadful. It is so hard to watch. So. um, They planted seeds. You remember the scene in Hot D? <clears throat> After she killed the boar and she's dragging back to camp. Yeah. And you see uh, Sir Harwin Strong sitting there like sharpening his sword, mm-hmm. looking up like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like really digging her. <laughs> yeah. And then she runs into him on the uh, street when she's running away from Damon after she stole something or whatever. Runs into Harwin again. Sir Harwin. They really plant the seeds that he's going to be, spoiler alert, he's going to be banging her out. Right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she has an insatiable lust for cock, this young gal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, I really liked how they planted it. I knew that was coming anyway because I'd gotten that far in the book. Um, is Sir Kristen Cole that big of a badass, or did he just catch that dude by surprise? Who, Damon? The, guy, the other guy. The guy that he beat up. Kristen Cole was good enough to earn a white cloak. So to, to earn a white, lo- white cloak in that no time slouches. period when there's no politics involved, all the appointees in Game of Thrones, with the exception of um, Jamie Lannister. And Sir Mandon Moore was a good fighter. Uh, 
the hound, they gave the hound a cloak. He does. I mean, his fighting ability, he deserved one. I mean, he's definitely a great fighter. Um, Could they just make the the guy that played the hound, Sir Duncan the Tall, just say fuck it? <laughs> Rory, Rory, he's a little old. And he's not pretty <laughs> enough. Oh, Sir Duncan yeah. is a, is a good, good looking, looking guy. Yeah. How about um, one of those uh, Thor brothers? Actually, throw um, one of those some bitches in there. Actually, if he was. You wouldn't have to, it wouldn't be Chris Hemsworth. He's a little too handsome. He has to be peasant. He has to be a peasant looking, big, brawny, you know, strapping lad. He's not exactly a model or anything like that, but he's, you know, I'm imagining there's some big British kid over there they're going to find to play him. And then that's who it should be. You know, it should only be Brits. You should, you should, you should. It's so funny if they get Tyson Fury. <laughs> That whole thing, I, I did a deep dive in that. Man, you talk about a fucking bad sport. Not Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder. Oh, yeah. Who cannot fucking accept that he lost. Yeah, he's he comes up with excuse after excuse. That's nuts. Dude, he was a better fighter than you. I mean, one, one of the fight, the first one he actually lost, the first fight they fought was a draw. Mm-hmm. It, was in, it was insane. Yeah. Second one, he got knocked out. He said because of his get up to get to the ring was so heavy, he was tired by the time he got there. Then don't wear that. UFC fighters don't do that shit. They come in a t shirt, take their shirt off, I, and get in I, I just, fucking I, it's insulting. It's in, it's very insulting the way he fra- he frames it and all that stuff. I I just don't like it. I used to like him. I used to actually really like him. A great puncher. He is, but. And he dealt with Charlie's Eat. <laughs> Not a great boxer. He's a great no. puncher, though. Tyson Fury's a great boxer. Tyson Fury's an excellent Even boxer. Mike Tyson boxer. said about Tyson Fury, he said, Mike Tyson said, Tyson Fury would have beaten me. You know, he's just. How's, it, how's, how's he going to get in to hit him? Because Tyson had to get close. Right. To people. And that guy's 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, and that peekaboo style fighting can really work. But yeah, I mean, with somebody that big and also is such a skillful boxer and, and also has so much power, Tyson had a good chin. But he ain't got that good of a chin. Nobody has that good of a chin. He's going to touch you. Fucking Tyson exactly. Fury is going to touch you. Exactly. I've, I've almost considered buying his fights, but they're so expensive. Yeah. They're like 100 bucks. Uh, so, who was it? One of the Paul brothers was talking shit to him. I was like, it's not a good idea, bro. It's over his brother, his Tommy. You know, he, he was saying that Tommy would kill him. Tommy Tommy would kill him, and then he was talking shit to you Tyson. You see Jake is fighting Anderson Silva? He could beat him. He could. You don't think he's going to? Th- this one, I have far less doubt than I did with, um, uh, fuck, I've forgotten the names. Ben Askren. Yeah. Or uh, Tyron Woodley. Because mm-hmm. Anderson Silva's a boxer, too. Yeah. Like, he, he just beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. a couple months ago. Yeah. And that guy's no slouch. Sure. If Anderson Silva actually trains and gets in shape, I know he's like 45 or whatever. He's still fast. Mm-hmm. He didn't take much, a whole, he never really got knocked out. Right. He broke his leg once mm-hmm. in horrid fashion. Just disgusting fashion. Yeah, it was pretty, it was awful. He's long. He's long and lean. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a reach advantage on Jake Paul. If he can keep from taking too many of those big shots, because Jake Paul can't punch. He can. Um, so can Charlie Z. So can Charlie Z. I mean, being able to throw a good punch does not make you a good fighter. No. I mean, and he's not a, he's a, I, w- he, I would say he's that, a journeyman. I would say know. Jake Paul is a good fighter. Maybe not a great fighter because he hasn't found any fucking boxers yet. Well, that's the thing. He keeps running that fucking cocksucker and he just, yeah. and that's, that's his, that's his whole deal. 
I mean, he knows that if he steps in against somebody who's actually been training their whole life, they'll fucking massacre him. You know, um, Logan Paul, though, I did not know this. He was a fucking tremendous athlete. Great football player. Both of them were great wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, I would like to see them do that, get into MMA, mm -hmm. but there's too many ways to lose. You got to be really good. Right. Even a lower level MMA guy that you've never heard of will get in there and waller you to death. If they can't punch, if you let them take you down, they will keep you on the ground. Right. And fucking give you noogies for five rounds. But the thing about it, too, is is that uh, we were, me and my friend Tim were discussing this. The Paul brothers lack one of the most key ingredients to be a truly great fighter. Poverty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a necessary. I'm, I'm, and it, 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 is, it is comedic, but it's a necessary component. You're not wrong. I can't think of one. Ollie. Ollie was not poor, but he was still a black kid growing up in the South. Yeah. Which that is poor Kentucky. Poor by association. You yeah. Know, let's, let's call it, you know. But I can't think of any great fighter that didn't at least have some sort of hardship coming up. I, I mean, think Connor's from the streets of fucking Dublin. Yeah. I mean, he's just, why do you a, think that's he's, a rough place. Why do you think he's so such an idiot with his money? He's a fucking moron. I love him. I love him, but he's self-destructing so <laughs> he's, bad. He's doing a great job. He's on so he's, much coke. He's about 230 pounds now. Is he? <laughs> he's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> Patty the Batty, he's got the worst diet ever. Yeah. But he's fucking awesome. Yeah, they said, uh, like, like somebody asked him in an interview, you balloon up between fights so much. What if they need you for like a big short notice fight? Oh, no, mate. There'll be no short notice fights for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you want me to fight a heavyweight? <laughs> <laughs> like that stupid haircut he had for the longest time. Great. He still has it. Does he? It's a great oh, trademark. <laughs> it's a great... You, 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 it makes people remember you. That's what whenever I was doing pro wrestling, whatever you can do to make people remember you for the next time. That's true. The Irish are great fighters. Like there have been so many great Irish fighters. Um, is it my turn for favorite things? Yeah. Last weekend we had a gentleman's disc golf weekend. We had a tournament down in Lewis. The Fair Women. The Fair Women. Me and Adam and JMO traversed down to Greenbrier County and played in uh, the Green Greenbrier Valley Open. Stayed the night there in a hotel, which is something I don't normally do. Split it three ways. Um, it was a lot of fun. Went to a place called Hill and Holler Pizza. Good. Yeah, they do like wood fire nice. pizza. Like So it's kind of smoked. It mm-hmm. was good as shit. Their wings were good as shit. Um, we all played pretty decent in the tournament. Um, I think JMO got like fourth or fifth or sixth. I can't remember. Um, Adam got tied for seventh with 15 other people. I think I was... 11th, but that's only because so many people tied <laughs> for seven. Right, right. Uh, so I had the next best score for that. It wasn't great, but I played above my um, my rating, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm, I wasn't too disappointed with that. Of course, I want to win. Sure. But doesn't. I'm not good. I'm not very good yet. Um, but it was awesome. We uh, hung out and fucking, I drank a beer. Um. It's always nice to be able to drink a beer. Yeah. Makes you feel in control. Forget what it was. Some sort of fruity thing. Like we like this place we went where they had the uh after party for the uh tournament. Like it's their own brewery. <laughs> like I got some sort of fruity fruity beer. I don't remember what it was. It was like eight bucks for twenty ounce. I was like, God damn. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't pay for it. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. We um, broed out playing disc golf, and then when we were getting going to sleep for the uh, the next day, there was a House of the Dragon um, marathon on HBO oh, in the shit. hotel room, so I turned that on, Yeah, and that's how we all fell asleep. We played like a uh, sort of a disc golf role-playing game. It's like a board game, and you have the course and all that stuff. I've never really played anything like it before. You do roll like he, he deals you a card, and you get to pick between two cards, which player you want to be. Mm-hmm. And they have different skill sets and all that stuff. So um, for your drive, you'd roll, and if you roll a certain amount, you go here, here, or here. And if one of them's close to the out-of-bounds line, you roll again to see if you're in bounds. Um, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I won that. Yeah, so at least I got that going for me. <laughs> um, then I was off all last week. I played disc golf every day, but Tuesday because I had to take my mom to the doctor, and um, the doctor said how nice it was that her grandson brought her to the uh, doctor, and I was like, "Oh, this is great! Yeah, this is wonderful." <laughs> Immediately, I text my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Um, played disc golf every day went to Princeton played a couple rounds down there we got a tournament there this weekend I wanted to see how that course was I should do okay I'll probably end up shooting 47 over par <laughs> whatever <laughs> um, went to Eleanor on Thursday and then Hurricane I guess that's in Taze Valley I always think of it as Hurricane, though. That's the, it's all the same area. It's Valley Park. Greatest park. Putnam. Putnam County. It's the greatest park in the state of West Virginia. Well, I mean, it's, it's where all the rich people live. Every field is turf, Um, which I don't know if I like the, because, you know, like in, in the infield of baseball, like the diamond part is dirt. Mm-hmm. I, even, I even think that part's turf kind of find that weird but whatever it looks great um probably the my favorite disc golf course there there's a tournament there in november that we get to play in um friday i played me and adam went to cato park in charleston played around then we went to little creek park and played around and then we came back to fayetteville and aaron and elena met us at the new fayetteville course right by the school played around with them oh they've got the course up yeah um elena didn't play she walked around in a baby bjorn type backpack with uh emma on her back <laughs> they're that, that kid loves really being outside it. yeah that kid was having so much fun just hanging out <laughs> but they are they're really doing it oh yeah they're uh they're parenting out yeah they told me that i am emma's godfather fuck you Moors. <laughs> I didn't ask for it. Um, And I've never, you know, before I was a little bit indifferent to whether they live or die. Now I'm really rooting for them to live. God bless it. See, that's what I'm saying. Instead of of picking the experienced hand, you went with the the crowd favor. This is the second time this has happened to me. Hmm. I was my niece's godfather. I guess I still am, even though they're all grown. But my sister and her husband didn't pick one. And then they were flying somewhere, and they're like, oh, yeah, in case we die, you guys need to pick a godfather. So they all voted, and they picked me. I have no idea why. They were, like, between 10 and 15 at the time, probably. Yeah. 
So now I have that to think about. I almost started crying when they told me. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. But like, what's their, what are they thinking? <laughs> it's my problem. It's my question. I mean, they're thinking, did you get help? Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope they would assume that I would help. That's what I, she said. She said, yeah. uh, they, they want you to move in with, or uh, maybe we'd both just move into their house up there mm-hmm. and have like a sitcom life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good dad, so it, you know it's. You, I guess you, you're the godmother. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way it would work. <laughs> Speaking of, I never. I sent you that clip with all the fucking Kroll show Armand. Oh yeah, where it just keeps switching shows. Like at first, it's like he's the thing, and then he gets divorced, and the kid gets his show, and then it's like he's like the number one pet plastic <laughs> yeah. surgeon. Or his premier plastic surgeon for pets. I'm in total control. Doctor Armand should have his own show. But at home, all bets are off. <laughs> it's so fucking terrible. That was the third time this month. This is not what I signed up for. Dad, bring me a chocolate milk. Andy Milanovic. <laughs> that is it. Yourself. This is Armand of the house. <laughs> God, it's so bad. Uh, like it's really uncomfortable to watch. Producers Liz, Liz and Liz. Liz. Yeah, it's our names. <laughs> this kid is so oh, shitty and disrespectful. Look what the cat dragged in. Everything is just like so. Good morning. Reality show shitty. Take off your headphones when I'm. What did you just see? The movie Anger Management. Don't yourself. You ready for your big day today? Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to play basketball. Roman, we made an agreement. His wife never gets you out of bed. She hates her life so bad. And then you. I think that basketball is going to be a great way for me and my son Roman to bond. The producer said I have to play basketball today. How does Andy know? He's forty years old. Is he? Me, but you won't. Yeah, he's an old. He's. He was. Our Make age, whenever he had Andy, Andy, Andy Milan show. show. He's got to be late thirties. What has he got? He looks like he's 14. Yeah. With toast? He's got a, no, he has a to have a sandwich. fucking... Um, Roman, I can't deny you wanting the fonder things in life. You have seen your mother, after all. Oh. Room service at the Hotel Armand. Out on the mouth. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling terrible. Oh, my dear sweet. You must take it easy, then. What can I do to make it up to you? My friend Dina wants to show okay. me a new jewelry line. Dina. It's very funny, but it is. it's also very weird. Well, I mean, and then it just keeps it keeps going shifting and doing, turning into different shows. Like then he marries this; it's, it becomes a dating show, and he meets this other woman. And then she dies. Then it becomes a jail, like a a jailhouse show. And then it, be, it like I don't feel Bill like, Burr was on there. I yeah, mean, I don't feel like Kroll Show got its due for it how didn't funny it was because I feel like Key and Peele came right after it. Well, Nick Kroll just. <laughs> I don't know what it is about him, but I don't think people cared for him. Like they, they saw him as some kind of also ran or something like that. Because I did, and then I sat down and watched. Like this guy's fucking it's brilliant, fucking funny. Like the fucking Larry Bird, the young Larry Bird oh, Chronicles. God damn, one of the funniest things I've ever fucking seen. Here, turn me up for a second. You're up. I rock peas on my head, but don't call me a pea head. Peas on my head, but don't call me a bee head. Bruce Lee's on my head, but don't call me a lee head. Now please excuse me, I got to get my tree fed. You wear name brands and I make my own clothing. I hang out with an apple who loves self-loathing. I hate... I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the Andy Molinakis theme song. You ever see how old he is? Let's see how old No, yeah, yeah, look it up. Uh, he's got to have glandular disorder. 
see how old this bitch is. 46. He's my age. He's 46 he's a, he's years a year older old. than I am. But that, that Kroll show is kind of, it's older. I mean, it's been out it's for about a about eight years old. Yeah. So he's about, but 30, he was about 38. 38 in that. But he looks 14. Yeah, and he's got that voice. And um, Wow. Riff Raff is 40. These are all the people that are suggested searches for him. Wow. He had that song on um, the end of uh, Waiting that was actually a good hip-hop song. Yeah, he's a talented, weird guy. They went on tour. Him and that guy he was rapping with. Yeah, um, went on tour. Riff Raff. Yeah, yeah. That's the dang guy's name. Yes, Riff Raff. Very weird guy as well. I mean, there's just waiting was a strange movie. Like, for one thing, it is so non like PC for today because it was so homophobic. Like, yeah. I mean, it also kind of shows you how shit really happens in a kitchen, though. It, it does. Um, it's not. I mean, it's definitely sensationalized, you know, but um, what is it one Kitchen Confidential where it actually showed like it was, you know, very realistic? Yeah. I've never watched that. Um, there's also The Bear I think you'd like. Yeah, I'm going to get into that. I'm, I'm trying to. House of the Dragon has got me right now. And then. Yeah, I, I'm going to watch the House of the Dragon again tonight. I got to get back on. I've um, been watching every episode twice at least. I can get back I can on She-Hulk. Catch little things. I've only watched the first episode. You didn't like it. It's. I'm not. I don't want to say it's bad. It's just not for me. It's for women. And I don't know if you've noticed this. I'm a dude. I mean, I suspected. Yeah. Um, have you watched Thor? It's like they set out to make the most annoying movie of all time. Really? Yeah. I laughed. I laughed a couple of times. Quite a bit, but really was, hard. At the I was annoyed. Really. I, it 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 just annoyed me, and it wasn't like the story was bad or anything like that. It was about what you'd expect. Yeah, but such a shame. I just didn't. They didn't, introduced a new uh, hero at the end, uh, um, Hercules. Yeah, which he's going to fight Thor, I guess, in the next one. Well, I mean, they he was an Avenger, so they're going to team up probably mm-hmm. because no, there can't just be a bad guy. You must team up. All right, you know, I, I'm just I'm I'm waiting for. I didn't hate them. There need to be there needs to be a palate cleanser. I mean, this whole this Marvel thing has gotten so out of control because they have quality control has lacked so much. So well, this with Guardians of the Galaxy three needs to really knock it out. Of the yeah, part. Love and Thunder. One of the reasons why it was so weird and and uh, annoying is because it was told from the point of view of Cork. He's the narrator, and he's unreliable. That's why, like, I could you know the first scene where him hilarious. telling the story. Yeah, he's telling the story to the kids. Yes, everything that happens in the movie is him telling that story. So, what really happened, we don't really you, know. Yeah, that that was not a good choice. That's not a good choice, especially for something. For one thing, the the villain Gore the God Butcher, which is such a really that that black thing that envelops him is venom. Yeah, it's the same species. So, but it's. Like his performance is wasted. He was so good. He's, he was going to be good. You of course, he's going to be good. good. I mean, he's fucking Christian Bale. But like, it seems like there's a, a disdain that um, Taika Waititi has for for Marvel for the comic book stuff, and he's like, I'm just going to make this movie annoying. But Ragnarok was so fucking good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good, but it was kind of disdainful too. Sort of. But it was it it was like it we still got had it. to it still had to stick to a certain degree. You know. Yeah. I mean. Hella was such a great villain, though. Fucking Kate Blanchett killed it. You know, she was. Um, 
I just don't know why you would accept the role to make that movie if you don't really if you, really if you don't it. love the lore and all that crap. Exactly. And he, like he had, he had a tweet that says, "I'll I'll destroy your lore." And all this shit, like as he was making the movie, I guess he directed yeah, I, I some of the scenes uh, remotely. Afar, yeah, I mean I, I, that that whole thing. He's not going to be. He was at once the the darling of Marvel because he made Thor Ragnarok, and then he became. Now he's probably the most hated man in Marvel. You know, other than whoever the head guy is, Feige. Feige. People why, hate. Why, him why, they, why do they hate him? Because he's the one making all this stuff. Yeah, but. Well, the quality has dipped considerably. It is. The Russo brothers aren't aren't uh, aren't. They're out making aren't, huge action movies for Netflix, right? I mean, but time. they but they they really need to be brought back on. They need to beg them to come back. Like, hey guys, can you pull this fat out of the fire? You know. Yeah, I was entertained. By the time the X Men roll around, they better have pulled somebody back out because it's gonna it's gonna totally ruin this giant thing with the X Men coming in. You know what I mean? By by the time they come in, if this keeps going, people aren't gonna give a fuck. Yeah, I'm I'm already kind of out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I haven't watched. I didn't watch Thor Ragnarok. I'm probably not going to. I didn't finish Moon Knight. I, I just I'm kind of just out of it for now. I don't. I, maybe I'll go back and watch it. Because it's all the same. Um, Especially Moon now, Knight was different. It was a little different, but um, still, you have the main character, and then you have the woman character that's better than him at everything, which is fine. No, it isn't. <laughs> I mean, it's like. That's so that's so played out and people are gonna get sick of that. They need they need to get rid of those kind of things and just they switch the origin of She Hulk because a man can't give a woman power. It has to be done by accident. She saved him in the show. The only thing that I mean in the comic book he, she he got saved, hurt and he gave her a blood transfusion. Yeah, he saved her. That's fucking silly. That's that's to to to, to change it to or, split hairs like that is silly. Yeah, but they it's stomping. It's it's changing things that don't necessarily need to be changed. No, I'm saying that. that I know oh, that. I I'm, I'm, saying, a, no, I'm splitting hairs. I, no, 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 no. I'm saying they're splitting hairs by by bowing to that and that fucking horse shit. You know. Well, there is one thing I'll say that all the people saying that She Hulk is more powerful. They made a point to show that the Hulk was way more powerful. Yeah, in the than very first is. episode, yeah, yeah, where he threw that fucking rock into the fucking orbit. Yeah, anytime he wants, he could stomp her to death. Well, another thing they don't understand is that. The Hulk, the Professor Hulk, is not is under control. The original Hulk, the reason he's so powerful is because he's out of control. It's a t- he gets stronger. The it's the Hulk is a different guy than Bruce Banner, right? Like when well, he's it's, in it's control, a, it's a different entity. You know, yeah. I mean, it's 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 more like a split personality than it is anything. But like, he's mailed to the personalities. Like a lot of people, I don't care one way or other. But like she's automatically she can control herself whenever she turns into. She's she not as powerful. Yeah, so it's it's just it's a different thing. I don't I don't really know the lore of it. I never read any of the comic books. I think we'll see might see Deadpool in it by the end. Probably. Yeah, that would be that would that would save it if they pulled up if they bring Deadpool out and he he is potential Marvel saver. I mean that could it could go really bad or really good. You know. So has uh, Daredevil appeared in that yet? I think he might appear last week or maybe this week. He's I did see like a screenshot of like the costume. It's different. I'm not loving that, but whatever. I don't really. It's care. a definite reboot. It's not the same Daredevil. Yeah, it's, he, a, it's a, a different. Time he's a variant, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah. It's all gotten really formulaic, and it has. It always it, was, but it was still awesome for ten years. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, how could things have gone? 
they were putting out so many movies for 10 years. They put out, I mean, that's, that shouldn't change. I, I, I mean, I've said this myself, but I don't think it's true. It's not the fact that we got too much now. It's the fact that they didn't care about the quality anymore. I mean, and, and essentially, if you really think about it, the first 10 years we got too much, mm-hmm. but they kept on knocking it out of the park. Yeah. They kept on making good movies. And they were so entertaining. They were so, and all of them so different. Not every movie was great. Ant Man and the Wasp wasn't great. You know, it was. It had its moments that were good. Um, the original Ant Man was a good movie. Yeah, the original Ant Man um, was good. Uh, but that was also Edgar Wright did most of that movie. What got me, me uh, to decide to give all those movies a shot? Because I never watched any of them until Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yeah, and I heard him doing interviews. I heard James Gunn doing interviews, and I like that guy. Yeah, and so I decided to watch all of them leading up to that. I was like, oh, these are actually pretty fucking good. Most of them, at least. The Thor ones, I was here or there with. We saw all of them in the movie theater. I didn't start until like right around when Guardians came out. Is that right? Yeah. Because we saw Thor Ragnarok in the movie theater. Yeah, but we Guardians of the Galaxy was like 2012. Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2. We saw that in the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't start watching them until late. Like, and I decided to watch it because that's that's before Disney bought them, so they were all on Netflix. Well, another thing that's killing it that is destroying the whole thing is it all looks as, like shit. Well, as we've discussed before, green screen. Yeah, you can you can do it and not have to pay for sets and all that stuff. Stop fucking doing that because people can. You tell. know what House of the Dragon does? Build sets. They build sets, and you know what it looks like? It looks like you're in a different world. Well, and also it too, like they shoot on location. Yeah. Don't fucking keep, well, now I'm on the green screen. I'm running through grass. Just fucking get grass. I'm fairly certain that the castle for Dragonstone actually exists somewhere. Don't know if it does, but Jesus Christ. Well, they get a castle and then they super, they superimpose. Like the big, the path, the sidewalk thing that leads up. Are you talking about Dragonstone or are you talking about King's Landing? Well, King's Landing is Croatia. Croatia, Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm Dubrovnik, I think. Dragonstone, I'm talking about, um, that causeway we've seen it a thousand it. times yeah. the big sidewalk right. thing that leads up to it it looks fucking great it they might have even re- made that for the show it might be it might just be a real castle There's, that looks pretty good yeah <laughs> as close to dragon as we're right. going to get and we don't have to build it it's already here right so that's probably a good chance of what they did mm. or if it's green screened you can't tell the dragons look real for fuck's well, sake dune dune had things that had to be green screened yeah of course but I couldn't tell. I mean, did you notice when the ships were landing, they looked like like real metal that was landing on and stuff. Did you notice in two, not episode before last, but the one before that, um, Viserys has a green screen glove on his fingers, and they it's only for half a second, and he's handing something over to somebody, and you can see the green screen glove on him. And as soon as that was pointed out on the internet, they, they went, went back and fixed, fixed it. it. Yeah, that's awesome. Good but you me. could you could see see it for like it was just a half a second of the entire show yeah i didn't notice it until people on actually i'd seen an article twitter hbo goes back and fix him immense green screen like mistake i'm like that's not an immense mistake it's not as much as a fucking starbucks it didn't get noticed sitting on the table yeah it didn't get noticed until people watch it again in slow motion with the express purpose of trying to to catch that Yeah. yeah but that's the thing it looks real. The dragons look like they actually exist. Yeah, they're great. It could a- almost convince me that dragons are real. That's how. Well, I mean, look. it has to, as as with anything, the dragons' biology stuff has to make sense. They have to look like creatures that could actually exist. 
even though a creature that large, their wings. They'd have to be immense. They, Yeah. I mean, something that big and heavy with bones that are dragon bone is, is not a terribly heavy substance, but it's heavy. Yeah, they're birds. Their uh, bones are hollow. No, dragon bones aren't hollow. They're, um, they're solid because you can actually make weapons out of it. Hmm. What else did I do? I didn't really do anything else on my time off besides play disc golf and I read um, through the Dance of the Dragons. I had a good time. I want to do it again. I think every six months I'm taking a week. Yeah. I Work wasn't that. that bad when I got back. My work's been pretty good. Like, because um, nobody nobody does really does my job. Mm-hmm. So when I'm gone, people are just trying their best. All right. So when you a lot of times when I get back, even after I take a day, it's chaos. But it wasn't too bad this time. So I think they really tried. Yeah. I, I was told today they were doing like a work party on Saturday, and the the branch manager was like, "Hey," uh, told one of the guys on Friday, "Hey, you should call Dutch and see if he'll come Saturday. His vacation's over." I said, if you would have done that, I would have quit. I would not have ever come back to this place if you're calling me while I'm on my vacation to come in on a Saturday. Right. It just would not have happened. There was a there was an incident I heard about. Um, it's one of those uh, job from hell things. This guy was on vacation and his son got really sick. And his job called him. And said, "Hey, we know you're enjoying your vacation and all this stuff." And this is after he told him that his son was sick, and they were going through this, and they were threatening him nope. to come into work. Nope. I'd have gone in there and started dealing out beatdowns. Like my, I almost did that at work before over Anna getting hurt. I almost fucking killed like three people. I mean, I just, I was just like, "You fucking people need to be beaten because you. It, that's the only way you're going to learn that you can't do this to people." You know, it's like I told you that one girl whose dad was dying and they basically told her they didn't basically tell her. They did tell her. They said, well, you've got a decision to make your family or your job. Not our decision for me. I wish she would have fuck. I wish she would have taken taken a pen and stabbed that motherfucker in the neck. I mean, because if you do that to somebody, you deserve to die. You really do. Yeah. My situation's not nearly that bad, but if they if they would have called me to come in on Saturday, not force me, they wouldn't force me, but just the the thought that perhaps I was I would give up one of my last two days off to come in on a Saturday of all times, I might have dr- driven up there and just beat somebody to death. It's insulting. There was a time I was working in a place. I don't want to say where it was, but. Um, Gomart. I had gone. There wasn't my short stint at Gomart. That was actually nightmare. Cup of coffee. Um, it was. Um, I had just gotten my daughter, and I drove back, and they hired this crackhead who was threatened by me. So they tried to get me fired, and a buddy of mine called from work, and I thought he was fucking around. I was like, "You need to get down here. They're trying to fire you." I was like, "That's funny." He's like, "I'm not kidding." Huh. And, I, and I had just gotten Annie, and Annie was here. So I, I drove down there, and you've never seen so many people so scared when I got so angry, screaming at them. I was just mm. like, I was like, I went and I said, my daughter is here. I'm giving up time with her. You motherfuckers, and started screaming at him. He's like, calm down. I said, fuck, calm down. Fuck you. And I pointed, and he's just like, and then he had to apologize. 
And I was just like, you're lucky I don't beat your fucking ass to death. You know, and he's like, we're sorry. I was like, fuck you. Fuck sorry. And I left. And then after that, they kissed my ass the entire remaining time I was there. Speaking of not even close to a similar situation. You remember a few weeks ago, I was talking about the guy that whistled at me and how, oh, yeah, how I let him know. Yeah. He did it again. Since then, I've never been treated with such respect. <laughs> yeah, of course. This mo- um, he almost calls me your grace after every interaction. <laughs> Ask if he needs some help. Ask very politely. Says please and thank you. I just all you got to do is stand up for yourselves, folks. And then life is so much easier. It's all you got to do. Sometimes it's really hard, though, man. It's hard for it's me. It's very I'm, hard. I'm not a violent person, or I'm not violent. Intimi- at all. Well, I mean, I can be intimidating. I really can, but um, I just I'm Ed, I don't like that. I'm not. I don't ever really use it, but whenever it gets. Whenever you raise my ire like that and treat me as like a surf, yeah, I am a surf. Don't treat me like a surf. Well, sure. So, yeah. um, but yeah, I've never been treated with such respect, almost universally from everybody. After I did that, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear a crown to there work you tomorrow. Go. Your grace. Uh, anything else? Uh, well, the last thing we can go out on. Uh, you the- have a title for this? I, I never really wrote anything down. I just put "job from hell" down, <laughs> or "ooh, your grace." <laughs> I there, didn't spell it wrong. Uh, there's a the fine people at Lake Street Dive have Wire. released a new album called Wire. a new EP called Fun Machine. Well, that sounds like uh, uh, the sequel. Fun, oh, because it was the first one was just Fun Machine, and it had uh, they. I think they do a few covers on this, and the cover that they do, I want to play it now. Mm-hmm. I think we can get away with it. Maybe, maybe um, not. Well, even if we don't, you know, no big loss. But we'll go out to that. It so. might take up, take down the entire channel. Anyway, thanks for listening. Sorry, uh, I took last week off, but I took last week off. That means no work. Go fuck yourselves. Absurd.